What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. We got a good one for you today, like my man Steve Harvey Dunn say. It's Boo Johnson. This dude is incredible, so talented, so cool. Very appreciative having him on the show. Trying to bring you guys an array of guests, not just comedians. I want entrepreneurs. I want athletes. I want uh, geniuses of the mind, body, and the soul. And uh, this guy is no exception. He is uh, incredible. Uh, I'm not on tour. I'm not going anywhere right now. In fact, I'm overseas. I'm jumping around the globe right now before I shoot my special. And before I get back to shooting season three of Dave, uh, comment below where you want to see me shoot my special. We're trying to pick a city right now. Everything is up in the air. Anchorage, Alaska? How did that get on the list? We might do it. Who knows? Uh, you tell me where you want me to go. Please uh, subscribe and like it. Share this with friends. It means a lot. And leave a comment below for the algorithm. Helps us push around the YouTubes. It's free of charge of you to watch the show for every single Friday that we post. And I appreciate you guys being along for the ride. It does mean a lot to me. So thank you so much from the bottom of me with Ginger Heart. Uh, and that's enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Boo Johnson. Shout out. Thanks for coming through. What up, bro? Thank Cheer, you. Hey, cheers oh, yeah. to you. Cheers yeah. to you. Uh, cheers. There we go. We're having a little bit of whistle pig tenure. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if it's up to your standard. I don't really drink whiskey neither, but. You do now. Mm hmm. How does, it, how does it feel? Ooh. Some strong stuff. Strong shit. Yeah. Strong shit. I'm That's a right. sip the, on that. The, the whistle pig boy. <laughs> the whistle pig boy sent it over. It's heavy. You have a couple of those, you get fucked up. What do you like? You like tequila? Yeah, I'm tequila, bro. Yeah. You know, I keep, it doesn't like, I don't get hangovers. It's real smooth for the most part. Yeah. Moscow, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling it. The mezcal. Oh, yeah, there yeah? you go. <laughs> well, what, you grew up, uh, Nick told me, I can't even pronounce it, I tried six times. To, uh, to, uh. You got it. To hatch, to Yes, sir. The tachapi? The first, to hatchapi. To hatchapi. Yep. Where is that? So Tehachapi is about two and a half hours outside of LA in between. It's hard to say. It's like if you're from that side, you'll be leaving Bakersfield and heading towards west or kind of like northwest towards Palmdale. And in between Bakersfield and Palmdale, you got a little mountain town, and Pal that's Tehachapi. Tehachapi. Yeah. It's really known for like Woodward West or they have a... Um, huge prison out there too. That is, they're known for that. Yeah, the two scales of that. Woodward West, one of the one of like one of the most iconic skate camps, yes, of all time, and then a prison. They're known for both, bro. And it's kind of scary because they're like within twenty miles apart. Was it rough growing up out there? Um, no, nah, it was actually dope, bro. I was say, is you it, know, is it a tough area? I don't know. No, about more it. country vibes. You it's know, country, like yeah. horses, cattle. Fucking when I was growing up, it was dirt roads. You know, right. so. It was cool, you know, I wasn't, it kept me secluded from, I don't know, I feel like growing up in the city, you're, there's a lot of vulnerabilities, a lot of mistakes that you're able to make. Yeah. Even though in a little town, you could do fucked up shit too, but sure. I, it was easier to stay on track and to stay focused. And, right. you know, I had goals and I was just skating and focusing on what I had to do so I could get to the city and do bigger and better things. Right. So. It it was kind of grounding, honestly. Well, for people that don't know, you're a you're a incredible skateboarder, but also you're a an entrepreneur, a businessman on yeah. top of which I feel like is is like spreading its way through a lot of a lot of pro athlete, pro athletes have been in the business, but in in this world of skate, it's like owning your own company became a thing, and you know, yeah. it got started like girl and chocolate, all that stuff. Everything yeah. started by skaters was kind of like part of that world, and then oh, yeah. now it's grown to your you know, I don't know if it's the sole ownership, but one of the big dogs at pharmacy, you yes, know, that sir. was yours, right? Yeah, man. You I and got your partners, I don't know who else was there. In but... the Long Beach one. Right. So um, now, I mean, that was a big deal for the for the for the culture of skateboarding to like have your own shop, promote your own people, kind of push your own oh, yeah. your so own crew. It's the next chapter, you know, like now I'm putting on for my community and that's right. the safe haven spot that all kids could go to in the city and hang out and right. get put on game on 
what's hot and all the new skate videos that are coming out and all my homies work there too so so you're employing people, promoting people, yeah, and bro. making and and catching a bag on the side. Oh yeah, God bless. So, yeah, <laughs> what I can't else complain, is there? Bro. What else is there besides making money, having fun, employing friends, and then what you get to do is, I guess, like, and you're still a young guy too, but as you grow in in the skate world and business, you get to see younger dudes who you are like, I have to put this person on. Oh yeah, that's like they need the recognition. Dude, I'm 29 now. I started skating when I was 13, so. When I was 13, I was looking at a 29-year-old. I was like, damn, dude, you're old. Oh, like, shit. So I'm at that point. When are you going to die, bro? Yeah, it's like, over. Like, <laughs> but now I'm looking at the young, the younger generation like, damn, like, what can I do for you? Right. You know, especially if you see the passion and the drive within them. Yeah. I got like six dudes on the pharmacy shop, you know? They get free board every month, some gear, and we're able to reach out to whoever they're um, – looking to get sponsored by yeah, and get them on like a rep flow where when we get our Nike boxes, they put a couple Nike bo- or a couple pairs, uh, extra pairs of shoes in there for our riders or that's, that's whatever cool. the case is, you know, we try to do our best to get them going. Well, like I was talking, I had, I had Tony Hawk on the show a long time ago. No way, that's yeah, sick. Tony was the, Tony's the man and Tony, like, you know, because he's old, he's older than me and I'm almost 40, but like I, ha- I had this world of growing up of, skateboard culture that was like just on the cusp of not being cool anymore and going away okay and then this x games thing happened and we were talking about how weird this these big holes of skateboarding has gone through this crazy wave you know like when i was a kid and i loved and i fell in love with skateboarding it kind of went away and then it came back in such a crazy way for sure it did but like now i think because of the crossover of culture Mm -hmm. you know has fashion fashion has become like it's made skateboarding so much bigger than I ever thought it was going to be. Again. Oh, yeah. Like, people I know that know nothing about skateboarding know brand names where I'm like, how do you know what that yeah. is? Yeah. Like, I and like. That's been around since the 90s or something. You're yeah, like, yeah. Like, I saw a guy with an alien workshop shirt on yes. who had to have been maybe 15, 14 or 15. And I was like, I wonder. It's so weird that, like, still relevant. Still bro. relevant. I know. But I back back in the day, there were so many companies that came and went. Yeah, you know what I mean? They just got sure. cycled out when I was a kid because mm-hmm. it was like a smash and grab. Like, to me, skate industry was then was like what weed industry is now where a lot of people are like trying to get into weed they all want to get in yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) they're all like oh oh, can i get my name in there and then it went away but like who for you when you were a kid in tehachapi yeah who growing up was like your idol in skating were you like Um, these are the people i love in the skate industry it was brian herman yeah he was from victorville so he wasn't too far not that far away right i know where that is all desert town right so and he was my idol bro like his style um how he just approached life was really cool. And like watching him on Baker 3, one of my first skate videos I ever watched, Yeah, he was just living the life. You feel me? Low-key partying and smoking, traveling the world, doing demos. Right. And he was just a man. So he definitely inspired me to do my thing. And he was a part of Pharmacy Board Shop too. When it opened. When it first opened right. in 1998. So... I, I just wanted to be a part of that that crew and like what they were doing. He was your guy, huh? Yeah, for sure. I think I think I've gone through big phases of who I fell in love with watching, like who I was obsessed with riding, and like I always love Haslam. I thought he was oh Chris I Haslam, he was so, so different, so bro. Wild. I just liked how w- weird he felt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt like it was so genuine to him, mm-hmm. where. There were guys like Costin and stuff who I always loved, and I thought their style was so clean and crisp. Yeah, just so good. So technical. Yeah. But the guys like that that I love, I just thought I was like, man, I could, I was never that good when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But the the technical thing to me was a lot of like mental domination I couldn't get over. But when I saw someone like him, I was always like, oh, this is just raw, creative oh, yeah. chaos. Like, He's he not just, watching something recreating that He's no no he just does it on his own right jumping on trees jumping on what um well when uh, they had those it was insane. like when he, he would like kick a tire and, and put it on a fucking little kicker <laughs> and then jump jump through the tire yeah his brain worked in a way where i was always like that's one of the guys that i was you know kind of obsessed with watching all of his stuff there's a that's lot a i mean there's guy, a lot of bro. other dudes yeah no I, I you know and i know nothing about him but i was and then for Impressing. me for for uh you know for a chicago kid there's a lot of guys that came out kind of when I was, as a kid, started to watch, you know, Pat Melcher okay. was a Duh. Chicago guy that was like... You know the culture. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, he when he kind of exploded onto the scene, I remember that was a big deal. And Josh Harmony is from 
kind of near where I'm from. Okay. So it was like all these guys started to come out of Chicago. So I became super obsessed with with watching from the outside. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's okay. I'm not a skater, but like, man, I loved watching it. Yeah, no. I was a kid. Hey, when without, I was a kid, I rode, but I fucking people like was you, trash. man, would be long gone, oh, you know? Yeah. No, I but think I think I, what you do now is keep, like I said, the culture and, and the fashion and building businesses is what's making the future of skating continue. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel? Okay, so like, how do you feel? How do you feel about like the Supreme thing? I think Supreme's amazing, bro. I got Supreme pants on yeah. right now. And I think that's, they definitely collided the worlds even more, you know? I mean, they dropped, huge. dude. They had to drop today in the lines around the corner and more. But they can put their fucking name on anything. Anything, bro. A they have, they have collabs like, with, dude, yeah, they got saws, they got chains, <laughs> yeah, dude. dirt bikes. Do you have any of that shit? Do you have any of those like weird offshoot wild drops? Oh, yeah. I got all types of Supreme stuff, bro. You do. And I don't even skate for Supreme. I buy the shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, because so. why not? Yeah, but I'm like a fan of it. There's a lot of people who are like very, you know, high anti. beach dudes oh, and oh, anti. There's a lot of anti now that's becoming like a thing to be against because it's so big. And I, I used to live over there by Fairfax and I watched that thing. I lived in West Hollywood for 15 years. I mean, wow. I watched it like, yeah, you know, it's huge now. Bro. It became a whole different beast, mm -hmm. you know? And you, you're a DGK, you rode for DGK, right? Yeah, I still do. Are they, did they used to have a shop down there on Fairfax? Yeah, Didn't they, they did, right they down did, the right? corner at yeah. the bank. Yeah, at the old bank. That's yep. what it was. And it that went away. That place was so sick, man. Yeah. I think we were there for like... Because they had, they had shit inside that you could skate, right? Yeah, In the old the bank ledges. lot. Yeah, they had ledges So they brought inside. those ledges all the way from Philly. They're like some famous ledges. No shit. That were at the Philly Love Park, and they stole a couple. Brought had, them over? Yeah, had them shipped over here, bro. What's your favorite... What, what, like, like Philly Love Park, like what would be your favorite city park to skate? You mm. know what I mean? In the mind of like, like, dude, if I could like take a trip right now, it'd be Barcelona for sure, Makba. Yeah, just legendary, bro. You got the cafe right there to get you a little coffee. You can smoke splits all day and just skate yeah. flat ground in the best weather. You know that is that where those ledges are, where they're all bench ledges, like over and over, and they're split. Is that what um, that is? No, it's like it's a huge plaza, all marble, and it's. There's just one long ledge right in the middle. Okay. Then there's a bunch of other stuff around it, but Makba, Barcelona, bro. That's the spot. Yes. If you like, take me there. Would you ever move somewhere else? You know how there's guys that like, you know, my generation was like Tom Penny. When Penny, when Penny left, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of took a sabbatical or wherever it was. I mean, you know, I always thought I was like, I wonder if skaters when they make it here ever dream about just moving somewhere else and just staying there. Mm. I don't know, you know, because like you said, a lot of like Canadians, Brazilians, they got to come to California to actually get on the American team to sure. make their career official, you know? So they're, they're always coming over here, but I don't know if I was American, I, don't, I can't picture myself moving somewhere else and living. You know, I, I'll migrate for a little bit, like Canada, Vancouver. Right. Vancouver is really beautiful. Bali for a couple months, but... Well, shit. Dude, it's hard, man. I, I you know, I'm Being a here, boy. this is home. Yeah, this is home, bro. Yeah. That's hard to leave. But I just think, like, you know, as a comic or an entertainer, like, <clears throat> a lot of guys, they reach a point in their career when they want to leave because we've yeah. spent a lot of time here, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, no, I for feel me, that, you know, I've man. thought about it. I could go to, like, Nashville or, like, somewhere cutty where it's just, like, country. And yeah, I just, you like, like country shit. Yeah. Do you, do you ride horses and all that bullshit? Um, I don't really ride horses like that, but I'll enjoy a, like, horse ride for sure. My yeah. brother, like, he does, he's a full cowboy, man. He rides horses, does bull riding got this big old monster truck you did you know. have to do any farm shit when you lived up there when you were a not kid? so much but you know growing up i would get jobs mowing lawns we whacking like yeah. the typical summer little kid vibe trying to right. get a couple bucks is all your family still up there or no yeah yeah yep everyone's still up there have you tried to get people to come down to southern california and they're like yeah they're they're comfortable you know kind of yeah. like southern cali so expensive yeah. Like it's oh, yeah. it's no joke. They're comfortable. They got the crib up over there, and it's you know it's right there. Homes. It's not that far. It's not that far at all. Like shit. If you're born in, if you're in California, it's easy. Right. You know. Did they know? Did they know that this was? Like, did your parents? Were, were your family always supportive? Being like, this was the path, and they oh, knew yeah. you were gonna do it. Oh yeah, moms and pops. Hey, no once doubt. I like started really skating, and they seen like a sponsor and another right. sponsor. It was all in. But even before I got sponsored, my mom would take me to castle contests all over here in Southern California. You know, that's how I met a lot of my friends. 
and sh she was backing me before I was getting any checks. So. Right. <laughs> who's the direct crew that you started like we're doing competitions with when you were young? Like who's the? Are you still with uh, some of those guys today? Well, I'm. A lot of those dudes are professional skateboarders. You know, before yeah. any of these dudes were traveling the world and getting paid for what they did. Like I came up with like Dylan Wicken, um, Louis Lopez, Kern Caples. All types of professional skateboarders nowadays. Right. But, um, you know, skaters have, skaters, they have their own individual little crew. So you'll, you'll catch people just like around the city skating. But people that I grew up skating with, I don't really skate with them on a daily like that. You know, no. I got a little, the Long Beach crew that I've been with for right. the past. Is that where you, you stay down there? Yeah. I've yeah. been there since I was 17. I love it down there. Yeah. And when bro. I first moved to California, that's where I moved to. Oh, no way. Yeah. I used to live. A guy that I knew had a couch that we could sleep on when yeah. we first moved here, and it was uh, like near Belmont Shore. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I You're loved chilling, it down there. bro. It was nice down there. Belmont. Well, Long Beach is just cool because it's 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 the city by the beach, man. It's just it's like it's real calm compared yeah. to L.A. and Very Hollywood. Low key. You know, yes. Yeah. It's a small city. What's the name of that little island? Is that Naples Island right there? Off of, by, by yeah, by yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah. That's and, that's a little nice area. That's a little for nook. Sure, bro. We'd go there because my buddy loved milfs, and there was a bar called oh, the yeah. Crow's Nest. You go get okay, some, yeah, some divorcees. <laughs> oh, you can for sure <laughs> find some milfs over there. You wanted bro. that freshly divorced pee? You went to the Crow's Nest, and everybody wow. used to joke about it. That my buddy, he loved that fucking nest. bar. There was no woman under there under 50, not one. And we were 23 years old. Okay. And we were like, we don't want to go to this fucking bar, man. Mm -hmm. like, we want to go to a regular ass bar. He so he would drag us over there. He <laughs> the loved the older bar. ladies. Man. Yeah, he loved now, the coops. Now man. it's um, Good Bar and Black Bar. Those are like the skater bars in Long Good Beach. Good Bar and Black Bar? Yeah, bro. Wait, dude, one of them is that. Uh, There's a Black Bar in, um, right that here. It sounds familiar. There's one right here, right? Yeah. Do we have one up here? Yeah, in That's why. Hollywood, I believe. That was the first one. Then the owner, she put one in Long Beach. Right. It's skater owned, though, so. Skater owned and operated. Yeah, bro. Do you, have, do you, have, do you think you have the same passion? now still today is when you started like does it feel the same oh brother passion's deep in me you yeah. know right now i'm out on a acl in meniscus slight tear damn but i man the other day was go skateboarding day i had to jump on my Didn't board you know it was it felt so good how'd but, you tear it the acl so i tore it skating about like two months ago but i've been running this whole year you know so i think that caused a lot of that you mean, like you're just doing for exercising yeah yeah just yeah just running i got on the nike um run club app and me and my boys set a goal to do 666 miles for the year you know Shut from up. january 1st to december 1st 666 miles yeah bro i got i'm at like 443 right now and that's when i fucked up my knee wait a minute like, bro how many miles is that a day because i'm not i'm done well like i would hit like Less seven to ten yeah. No, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm like hitting seven to ten daily. What? Or every other day. Every other day. I was gonna say you're you're gonna surpass it in a heartbeat. Yeah, but that's why I got smoked, bro. Because I yeah. was I know I was gonna. I probably for sure have been done. You would have crushed it. Yeah. Damn, dude. So but, what did you come down on it weird? And did you yeah, know right away? I knew right away, bro. Because I came down and it was it just did a buckle. You know, my knee just quivered, and I tore my my left knee meniscus early 2020, and I had to get surgery. So I kind of, I already knew, bro. Yeah. So we got over. MRI and they're like, yeah. How much longer now do you, like how long does it take now to repair? Uh, so honestly, this again? time I didn't even get surgery because it's a grade two ACL tear and my meniscus is only torn like 5%. So they said the body will heal on its own. Yeah. So I've been taking these PRP shots and that kind of. They draw, they draw my blood and mix yeah, it Yeah, they up. spin it. Platelet-rich plasma. Yeah, bro. That shit is gold. You know, people have been doing that for, like, athletes of all kinds have been doing that for years, and then now the public knows about it. Right. It's kind of wild. I've heard like, about it. I've read, I did my little research on it, Yeah, it's bro. huge. It's huge in the world. It was huge in the world of, like, football, stuff like that. and uh, Like, uh, behind curtains. NFL athletes. Well, yeah, because there's nothing illegal about it, but I think it just never made it to the public eye as far as, like, a great way just help stuff recovery. heal faster. Yeah. yeah, recovery, man. It's kind of crazy. It's Spin nice, your bro. own fucking blood. I've done it like three times and my knees. I actually got the last shot this morning, bro. Oh, you did? The first, every every time you get the shot that day, it's like your knees all stiff. So my knees, stiff I had to shit. have my boys drive down here today because I was like, bro, I can't even drive. You can't push man. on the gas? Yeah, but. So you'll be back to skating soon though, right? Yeah, I'll give it like another month. You know, I'm very heavy on my physical therapy and just my health in general. So. Right. Um, 
So kind of like so what I'm curious about is like in the world of comics, like me, like what comics kind of strive to do is like we try to put together an hour slowly but surely and then we put on an hour special. You know what okay. I mean? We put up a stand like how Chappelle puts on a special. He does his more than anybody else because he's got so much material. Yeah. But like we build up and as we go on in our career, we've got <clears> these like, you know, nooks of how we build and when we build. Like, do you feel like doing a, a, a good video part uh, is a slow buildup, kind of like our hour? Like, is that a culmination oh, yeah. of what you've been working on for that year or this, oh, the yeah. year before? Like, that's what all the fans wait for is yeah, that your video, video part, part, you know, because skating, it takes time to put together a solid two to three minute video part to be legit, you know, for people to be entertained, really. And uh, so much planning goes into that shit, though. Yeah, right? bro. It's crazy. And it's insane because. The video part is mostly only the lands, not knowing each trick probably took of course from five minutes to ten hours or maybe even multiple days coming back trying these tricks, you right. know. And picking the spots and, and knowing the how spot, that's gonna like blend traveling, with what else. bro. We right. the only reason I've traveled this world is because of skating, bro. I have to travel all over the world just to find these perfect spots to do these tricks that right. I've been practicing at the skate park on, you know? Cause when if you don't know, you know, the skate park is for practice, then you got to, if you're legit, you got to take it to the streets. Yeah. And then whatever, you drop a part when you when you first turn pro, then you drop another part. But like when it comes to your third pro part, you're like, damn, bro, what other tricks do I have kind of <laughs> with yeah, you guys? Left, like, yeah. What other words am I going to talk about? But somehow, bro, the, it's all about the to passion, the your drive, and your outcome of like what you want to do. And, you know, skating is really cool because everyone has different styles and you could get creative like Chris Haslam and you, your style could change and switch up as you continue your right. career, you know. But as long as you stay relevant, bro, like, kids just want to see you. That's they what's rad about the industry. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Hey, guys. When the moment for intimacy arrives, uh, you got to be ready. You got to be Roman ready. That's why I'm here to talk about Roman. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or you're just getting started with someone new that you met at a bar online, uh, at a meetup, at a speed dating site, someone in a park, someone that you met uh, while you're at some secret late night meeting of the minds of chess gods all around the world. I don't know what you do, uh, but let me tell you something. You may feel uh, extraordinary, you're special, and you are, but the truth is that ED, erectile dysfunction, it's very common. In fact... 52% of guys age 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. That's a lot. That's the majority. If you know about majorities, that's it. Um, ED common is more common than people think. Uh, and the benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner. And uh, let me tell you something. Their system is completely confidential and totally discreet. This is the best part. No one's going to know. No big logos on the packages. Uh, with Roman, you're going to get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for your ED all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it's going to shift you for free. You like free stuff? You like free stuff for your boner? With two-day shipping, the whole process is straightforward. Straight as your boner is going to be when you take this. Convenient and discreet. No one's going to know. They're going to know. No one's going to know. Uh, getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. GetRoman.com slash whiskey. You're going to complete an online visit. Uh, take care of your ED without leaving the comfort of your home. That U.S. licensed healthcare professional is going to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey today. If you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. There you go. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Surf's up, my dude. San Diego, California, one of the greatest places in not just the world, but specifically here in California. And fresh out of San Diego comes the only sunglasses brand I think your boy's ever going to wear again. We're talking about Blenda's. Blenders eyewear, friends, and you're gonna uh, you're gonna be just as hooked when you get yourself a pair. See how awesome these things are. Uh, Chase Fisher started Blenders by uh, selling his beachy shades out of a backpack while doubling as a surf instructor on Pacific Beach. Does it get more chill than that? He wanted to create an adventurous uh, mid-priced eyewear option, same cool factor as other leading styles. And that's the thing. Sometimes sunglasses are so cheap uh, that you're like, I'd want to lose these. They're disgusting. Uh, but un unlike these expensive big brand shades, you probably lost smashed, given away, left in someone's car. Blenders are actually affordable, so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens. They're going to break. They're going to get lost. You're going to leave them in someone's car. You're going to leave them at the beach, leave them at the bar. I've done that literally a thousand times. Uh, Blenders' team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles uh, from orange polarized wraparounds, which I got my hands on. And Does orange go well with orange? 
You better believe it, dude. Sun's out. Uh, sun's out. Sun's out. Fun's out. Runs out. Whatever it is. Their designers are constantly coming out with new styles. Uh, and it's not just sunglasses. Blenders has prescription, by the way. If you can't see. They got uh, prescription glasses, readers, and blue lights. As well as a snow collection with goggles and accessories. Look at that. You're a rider, bro. You hit the waves and the slopes. Uh, live in, live life in forward motion. With blenders today. Blenders are great. Great beachwear. Can't say enough good stuff about this. It's simple, man. There's no great pitch. They're affordable and they're wonderful and they're durable and they look good. Which I think is huge for sunglasses. You don't want to overpay uh, for shades. Score 15% off your Blenders purchase. Visit BlendersEyewear.com. BlendersEyewear.com. Enter the promo code WhiskeyVIP because that's what you are. You're a WhiskeyVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com. Code WhiskeyVIP for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. Ginger. I like gingers. Do you, is there something you're working on now that, like, now that you can't really do it, but was there something you were working on that you were trying to well, get to? Well, yeah, I was trying to wrap up a part for this summer, but I got, like, six, seven, or six or five months to the end of the year, so maybe we could start the year off right with something solid. Right. But when I get hurt, bro, I'm like, it's all good, you know? Like, take my time, and the board's always going to be there. That's fact. The body heals. It's not, you're not, I'm not always going to be in this position, so. What vi what video would you be a part of next? You, like, where um, where would you put D your next part? DGK is dropping. DGK's video. Yeah, we're dropping a team video. I'm not too sure, because it always gets pushed back a little bit longer, you know? Right. Like me, someone gets hurt, or a trip gets canceled, and we got to wait, wait a week or two to go on the next trip, so. Or someone is almost done with their part, but they got to go to Arizona to get their last trick to finalize it. It's always something, you know, because you're working with five to eight skateboarders that some people live in New York, some people are right. out here on the West Coast. And it's like you're you're never finished. It's like, oh, hold on, I think I could do this, or I think I could do this. So, right. But there's going to be a deadline soon, but I, I would say, I want, want to say they want to drop it at the end of the year. Is Stevie still involved big in, oh, yeah. in DGK a lot, huh? He oh is. yeah, he's he's he was like an it, icon when I was a kid. He was he was like one of the I say one when I was a kid. I just mean like when I when I was like heavily involved with like just obsessed with consuming all those videos was like he was so unique and did his own shit and yeah, didn't give a fuck bro. about what other people kind of had to say about it, which was so impressive because skateboarding's always been like a do my own thing type yeah, of shit. But he was extremely like. He was so individual. He just was so different and on his own wavelength. Mm -hmm. But I think what separated him was not just his abilities, which were huge, but also like his attitude was like, I'll do all this shit my way. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all of it. Like how you said earlier, you're like girl and chocolate. I was going to mention that. I was like, yeah. how, how you're um, talking about everyone's, their, skateboarders are, you know, create their own brands and, you know. Stevie, he left girl and or he left chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. Started DGK. Everyone thought he was kind of crazy. Thanks to you know, bro. Twenty years later, DGK is like it's fucking huge, killing it. Yeah, bro. And like we're giving back on every month, dude. We're giving away hundreds of complete skateboards. Um, they got a charity called Save by Skateboarding that we tap into schools. Um, Are you a part of that? Oh yeah. So that's is it, DGK does the. Like they go, they'll go to a school and they try to promote skating yeah. and give away free shit to yeah, kids. Yeah, my brother Coach Cooley, he that's Stevie's boy, and Stevie put him involved with DGK. Then Cooley pretty much curated this whole charity group that, dude, they they do all types of stuff, man. It's it's very impressive. I'm that's glad cool. he involved that because without that, we you know it wouldn't be the same same right. like. Adding Saved by Skateboarding gave DGK another big push, you know? Right, we're right, just right. giving back, and we're involved with, like I said, schools, random. Um, like, on Go Skateboarding Day on the 21st, there's a skate park in West uh, Westminster. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, you know, a little summer camp right there. I think we gave out 25 complete skateboards to, like, nice, the school man. camp. And, dude, those kids never got... Usually you just get a deck, you know. They, Maybe, yeah. They're getting the whole whole, whole deal, thing. just yeah. a fresh start. So what, it's cool. What was to you? What was like? Is there a moment? Is there a moment in your career where you kind of felt like a culmination of things? Like, was there? 
you know, a part you were planning for or kind of like a moment in your success of your career that you were like, man, this is all, this is exactly what I've been waiting for, exactly what I've been wanting type of shit? Um, or has it all been pretty progressive? Yeah, I feel like it's been pretty progressive, bro. Like, I believe in law of attraction and the steps I've taken in life have kind of just been very gradually just consistently like leveling up it's, right it's very interesting and kind of overwhelming sometimes but there's never been a point where i'm like you're talking about like oh fuck like, like i like this i did this yeah. is great. like this is the thing i wanted yeah. yeah well other than like turning pro like that was huge like when yeah. i went pro and got like my signature board that's when i was like fuck, how old bro. were you when you went pro i was 20 when i went pro right or 21 and you felt it that was oh, like bro it was so beast like it was, you know, I get fucked, bro. Well, cause guy, you, I hear guys talk like the moment that they get recognition from somebody older in the company or whatever, and then they get to go pro that it's kind of like for us, you know, for relatability, it's like when comics get paid their first check for a show. Yeah. Cause we do shit for free. Our whole, I mean, our whole careers is free. Yeah. You're free. You got to do this show and drive there and you're losing money. A lot of times I'm losing a lot of money. They got to drive places and travel places and you're getting paid this much, but the hotel is this much. The, the, you know what I mean? So it's either a break even or free. But the first time you get a, like a real check, that's in our consideration is like, like when you went uh, pro, when you got a real check. It it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. I can pay rent from this. Yep. We can get home from this. Because mm -hmm. we had times on the road where I lost fucking money, you For know, sure. or we had to, you know, steal, steal shit. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Just bro. to get through the thing, you know, because yeah. it's like, if I don't do this, we're not going to be able to get back. But but I think it's it was, all worth it. Oh, hundred percent. But I think what's wild about what you said is like, it's been this steady progression. Like you seem like, you know, we've never met before. You seem like you're such a low key, calm dude. <laughs> what keeps you there? Are you a real spiritual dude? Are you, I like, try to you be, into? I honestly try to just be tapped in with myself. Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot of self growth books. Um, is there one you want to recommend? Is there a book that you're like, this is the thing? That oh, I man, I got a few. <laughs> yeah, go for it, <laughs> like, man. Tell me what's up. The Four Agreements. I know The Four Agreements. Okay, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's legit. Um, If you haven't heard of, about that, go get that to just start Yeah, get that book. It. I think a lot of people know about that. I think that book is like, they hear it, and a lot of people won't get these kind of books mm -hmm. because they're like, ah, whatever, I, I know what it is. But they, you re sure. I really recommend any kind of self-help, I think, is, is, yeah, is huge. Yeah, for sure, bro. Self-discovery, self-help. The power of now and asking is given. But those are like my top three favorite top, books. Top, top. Yeah. But I just try to be tapped in with myself and so I could be lovable and give love to people around me, honestly, because this world's so fucking crazy. It's pretty so gross. So like to just, I don't know, you got to be able to tap into your energy and right. feel what's going on around you and be able to adapt and just go with it. And I think that's what's helped me a lot in my career. Right. You know, like you get into a situation and, you know, even if shit gets kind of weird and the tension's awkward, you got to be able to ride it out because it, like I said earlier, you're never always in this position. Like it's eventually going to end and you can move on. So I kind of look at that just with life. I try to be patient with myself, with others and, just let <laughs> law of attraction bring it to me as I like think about it and talk about positive stuff and surround myself with amazing people that talk about higher power energy and be bettering our situations, you know? That's good. Have you, did you, when you were a kid, did you grow up with any kind of spirituality? No, you, not really. No? You know, we went to church a little bit, but nothing where I believe in like the higher power, you know, right. as I got older, started, you know, smoking weed, doing shrooms mm -hmm. and just expanding my mind, especially traveling, bro. Traveling's humbled me so much and just let me know life is fucking crazy and I got it so good and I'm very thankful for it. That's, I mean, so, it's a great attitude to have, man. Yeah. I feel like you could, was there a mo moment in your life that created this or have you always kind of been? There's definitely a moment that created it for sure, but I think it's more than just one moment, but moments, you know, with like... What was some things that happened that you feel like great. really checked you into this world? Dude, so, yeah, a couple months ago, <laughs> I did DMT for my first time. Or no, That's incredible. This was, it was like a year and a half ago. Right. But I did DMT, and it kind of just like made me realize everything that I was thinking about in the physical world and the outer world that... A lot of it's true, but like at the end of the day, we're always going to be good if you're um, 
in tune with yourself. You know, if you accept you for who you are and you're able to care and serve other people and at, at the end of your days, bro, like you'll be all right. You know, you'll be yeah. able to let go and um, not hold on to anything. You feel me? I feel like a lot of people have, when they talk about ghosts, you know, I think that's energy that, they weren't ready to leave our the physical world. Mm, they were holding on to some shit. Yeah, they're holding on to some shit. Like so. ghosts are basically people that lost something and they're, <clears throat> they're looking to find it. Yeah, bro. Like if you're able to just live live your life as it comes day by day and be in the present and be conscious of yourself and others around you that no matter what happens, you're going to be all right and you're going to be understanding to yourself and to others. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. A lot of people don't understand each other or don't give a fuck to even like care about how the other people are feeling that day or in a weird situation or even driving on the freeway you know people yeah. aren't you don't know what other people are going through it's yeah, kind of something like, like, my, you know my mom would say that shit. a lot like you don't know what people are going through you don't understand someone's situation face value you may think you know but you probably don't know shit yeah. about what's going so you know that kind of enlightened uh thinking is it's impressive because it's hard to get there i'm sure yeah, you know like is, i'm bro. certainly not there you're i'm at a I'm place like, where i'm still struggling with trying to you know the anxiety the overwhelming oh yeah you know work <clears throat> stress life shit but i think especially your life it's fast you know yeah so we're, we're going hard to like ah settle breathe, the fuck down you know yeah but it comes back to like if you ain't got nothing nice to say don't say it at all so just like Worry about yourself and right. fucking grind, man. Worry work. about your shit and grind. Yeah, like, that's the only thing that we could really do in life. You got to tell me, when did you start getting tats? I started getting tats when I was, like, 15. Because I can't, the one on your head is so wild to yeah, me, man. bro. My homie that I did DMC with, he's the one. He's did it? Yeah, Wait, he's the guy that did it? Yeah, he's the one who did it. <laughs> it was sick, but sacred geometry, man. Like, that's what's all on my head, really. What does it mean to you? Like, what does that mean to you? Um, this it's the source of energy to me. Geometry, know? yeah, shapes, sacred geometry. Really, yeah. that kind of pushes you. You like that's that you think that's at the core of your being. Oh yeah, I think it's the core of like everyone's being. Like, oh really? At the end of at the end of the day, you sure. know, when we're in our whatever world, huh? Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, because I. Me what did he say? The language of light? Is that what he said? Yeah, me yeah. and my buddy, um, we're reading this book, and that's, it talks a lot about sacred geometry, and it's the language of light, they say, but it goes deep, man, and it kind of taps into all my other books, you know, just being woke and conscious and being the present. Being right now. Yeah. So do you ever have futuristic goals or like, oh, you know, I want to do this in the down the road? Or are you, are you very focused on now and no, you'll, you'll I, let it come as it is? Yeah, no, like... I speak on speak and take notes and like brainstorm with my my friends on what we want in the future, but I never like I'm never like oh fuck man I want that this time to come you know I'm just like all right hopefully this happens let's let's um I don't know how do we like focus like I don't know what I really do man I just write I write a lot of notes and small talk the the big business that we want to come about sure. and eventually it comes you know like being a professional skateboarder i'm an independent contractor now you know right. like skateboarding is my platform and now i'm doing modeling i did a little bit of acting recently and all this like just it just starts coming you know i never asked to be a model but then i got img dming me and like yo we'd love to sign you never met anyone <laughs> before but i got signed by one of the dopest you know i've never been asked to model <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what like no that's sick. incredible man well look you're a good looking dude i get it i mean if, if i'm a modeling company i'm gonna go oh, this dude's got a significant look yeah but man there's so many fucking what's the movie you did somebody he, i think nick just told me that you did yeah we did um good morning with a U with um machine gun kelly right, yeah, yeah, gator gun was kelly. in there dude. gator did it right yeah, yeah that's my guy so wait uh good. gator was in he said uh Pete Davidson did it. Pete, um, yeah, Pete Davidson was in it. Yeah, um, but who stars in it though? Is it is it is it Machine Gun's movie? Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly and um, Machine Gun Kelly and Modson they directed it. Okay, then um, Cedar Park produced it. Do you know when it comes out? It came out already. It's oh, it's out. It's on go out. watch it right now. Yeah, go watch it. It's out. Good morning with the U. It's on. Good morning with the U. Apple TV. All types of streaming. Did, did he write it? 
Yeah, Colson and uh, Machine Gun Kelly wrote it. No wrote shit. It. Yeah, bro. Did you have fun doing it, or right. we, like, do you want to act Close again? <laughs> Was she same guy, Close right? <laughs> Did you want? Do you want to act more or no? Yeah, bro. Like, fuck, man. That was just a phone call. Colson called me like, "Hey, bro, I got this fucking script. Read it. Let me know." And I got this role for you. I read it. It was fucking a main role. I was like, "I'm down, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. let's do it." So and, if the phone keeps ringing, you're gonna take some acting shit, man. Oh yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to be like a gangster in a movie or something. All right. Even though I'm a sweetheart. I was gonna I'm say you're, like, you're such a sweet crazy. presence. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I could just be in you the background. You know. But wait, you you uh, <laughs> like do you think is there like are you a guy that you just say yes to a lot of stuff anyway because you're like it's down it sounds fun or was the acting something kind of you have always kind of wanted a little bit oh yeah no i definitely went like i do a lot of um skits for like my my own company and sure. for other companies for on instagram you know yeah but i really like being hands-on and directing what we're gonna do so we'll do like a full skit and i've been doing that for years so of course like my next goal was like man i wish i could actually act you know right and that was i never really put it out there like like that but it, it came you know and that's kind of what i'm talking about you just think of you think of certain things or you just keep doing what you're doing and you know it'll work out for you well like this you know we have a mutual friend and, and we spoke about you and and you know nick, nick knows that i i've always had this love for skateboarding i've always been kind of secretly obsessed but it also kind of coincided because when i was a kid it was like underground hip-hop and skateboarding were synonymous they were kind of one mm -hmm. of the same it was kind of part of a same it was the culture it was a thing that i like fell in love with so when i told him that i you know i he was like yeah would you want to talk to him on the show i said yeah but does he want to do this show? I, don't, I was like you know i don't you never know yeah but like how this came about this is what you mean it just you keep putting you out to the universe and then exactly it, it comes and the too. craziest thing i was just talking to to my boys about podcasts i'm like damn like hold on like we're watching a no jumper podcast yeah yeah with adam and i did no jumper podcast years ago bro before adam now adam has like podcast homies that do podcasts yeah he has a whole there. like network exactly yeah. so there's like a couple homies um that do these podcasts i was like oh man like i should jump on this one you know but we're talking about like yo i need to jump on more and next thing you know sure enough here, here we are like, well you have you have the simple like when you said gay to that oh you know i i can't i'm i can't wait to work with the big G again. Him and I are shooting the third season and uh Damn. What are we doing? In September, we're gonna shoot Dave again. But I haven't seen Jeez. those guys because we'd all been, I went on tour. Dave did an album. Gata shot a bunch of movies. Yeah. It was kind of great to watch everybody kind of split and go their own way. And now we're gonna come back. But I bet you got along with him because he has the same energy. Like Gata's very in the same regard. Like I feel that from you where Gata's very like open. He wants to experience. He's not really a closed-minded guy. Yeah. Doesn't love saying no. He wants to like feel people's energy and move with it. You have that similar thing. It's ex it's very Sick. calming, bro. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take that, man. Ghetto yeah. was definitely like a partner of mine on set. Yeah, because I was so dude. new to it too, and he's like, he knew me through skateboarding. You know, right. he knows Stevie. He'll pull up to Jaquan and hang out. And you know, he when I was acting, I was kind of trying to have a voice. You know, like yeah. Fat Joe. I was trying to be Fat Joe, but he's like, bro, you gotta just calm down, like no one really knows your voice you gotta just talk like you you know like let it happen let it happen yeah. and i got that i got that from modson and colson you know and it was very humbling though because i i don't really get told like bro you're doing like right don't talk like this or like do it like this i kind of just do my thing so did you get nervous when you were doing it oh yeah you're i nervous. was bro yeah. it, it was just different big cameras you know you got big dogs like Pete Davidson and doing a role with like Megan Fox, it's kind of like, oh shit, hold on, like <laughs> these are fucking superstars right here, you know. Yeah, but I'm you are on your skate. own, right? So what's the yeah? Difference? That's what they say too, but you know, and but it comes down, we're all people. But, that's exactly right, and that's why I tell fans, I'm like, bro, I'm just like you, but I need to learn that sometimes when I'm hanging out with yeah, other people. You forget it's like they're fans of you as much as you're fans of them. Your yeah. your abilities is what they're impressed with. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, that's that's how it is to me when I meet athletes of any caliber or any kind of talented people that have created their own world. It's always impressive because, you know, you probably, you it just doesn't come to mind the fact that like what you do is 
unbelievably rare. Almost yeah. nobody can do what you do. It's fucking wild. Yeah, no, you know? not that many people skateboard. No, not many people it. are good at skateboarding. That's the difference. It's like how many people can do that thing and execute at your level. It's yeah, that shit is wild. And Thanks. to have that kind of risk reward, you know that that barometer in your brain that most people don't have there's that stuff would scare the shit out of anybody yeah you couldn't get sure. someone to jump down three stairs just <laughs> yeah. in shoes yeah you know what i mean that's like, would scare what? the fuck they're like no nah, i'll that, get bro. hurt yeah, fuck that <laughs> is there is there term, is there like funny. a is there a, is there one trick from a video part that sticks out in your head is like to you one of the greatest that you've ever done like yeah the pinnacle for, for sure you? man my going pro video part I did the tricks called a hard flip back Smith grind okay. on this handrail. And that kind of like solidified that hard part. Flip, hard flip back Smith? Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So that took me like two days to do too. The spot you had to skate at night. So we had to light it up. It was a whole ordeal. It was very stressful. But, you know, I accomplished it. And that definitely like just, I was on the map, but that kind of like, Put, put me, me on, on the map. It's yeah. like, damn, all right. He just did some shit that no one's fucking done. So. Was there someone in the game that like you respected a lot that reached out to you after you could put out your gone pro part that you was like, um, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm, bu- I'm bros with all my fan, all, all my biggest idols in, in the skate industry now. That's great. You feel me? There's no, after that, or even before that, you know, I kind of made connections pretty early in the skate game, just vibing and, you know, I, that solidified That's, it though, is like yeah, yeah, you're, you're hey, in, yeah, true, you're in the true, fucking true. club. Yeah, nah, you're right for sure. Yeah, that's sometimes I, mean, I forget like I'm in the club skating. You're in the fucking club. <laughs> the boys are the boys, but that's what's cool about skating. No one's like on, you know. There's like a celebrity, b celebrities, and like the movie scene and this and that. Like shit, if you're a pro in skating, you're pro. Like even if you're not pro and you're you rip it, it's like you get the same love. You just don't have a signature board. Right. So it, it's is, a is there small, someone that's cool you're, that you're that you're excited about that you think might is like the next thing in the future for skateboarding? Oh man, there's so many kids out there. I got my boy AB, Aaron Brown. He's an amazing skater, close friend of mine. Right. He's on the grind. Um, but like all my close friends are pro now. Like right. Honestly, all the big dogs. But I got some like young kids out there in Long Beach. Uh, that that's what i mean because you see the community you're embedded in it too. yeah you, you get to see like the young kids doing it yeah you know? there's just so many because the skate industry is so it's gnarly bro yeah because social media you're able to just drop all these new clips all the time and kids are just learning so many difficult gnarly tricks these days and it's like everyone's good like i'm nervous to turn kids pro when i'm starting to put people on jhf or we haven't turned someone pro on DGK for years because all our AM writers are amazing. My right. little homie, the I think the next pro for DGK would be my the homie Will. He's from Boston and he's just insane. He's good. We call him Ill Will because he's just nuts. Bro. How old is he? A young guy? Maybe nineteen. Yeah, little Ill Will from Boston. Yeah, like he's on. You know, usually you go pro at like twenty. Between like eighteen and twenty, unless you're just gnarly like Cater. Later Cater, he turned pro when he was maybe sixteen, you know. And that's rare. It's like Nigel Hughes. So yeah, yeah. Nigel was very young too. Yeah. Nigel was I remember those skate competitions with him. He was like thirteen. I don't yeah, even know. Skating against grown ass man, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. But he would and kill he, everyone too. Oh, he was still killing fucking it, bro. Rip. Yeah, it's he's just wild. A, he's a, I know I, I see a lot of his shit online. Him skating in that beautiful house in Malibu or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, bro. It's a good way to it's a good I way saw to live. Off skateboarding, bro. The skate industry is treating people pretty good these Yeah, days. I was gonna say. <laughs> like, did you it, it, when you got when you got a big check from skating, did you uh did you spoil yourself with something ridiculous? Did you ever buy some dumb shit? Ooh. Was there anything you were like, man, I really wanted that, and then I got the check, and I needed to buy it? Um, Kind of. I kind of spoiled myself, you know? You do it anyway. I grew up with, like, yeah, but, like, in a weird, like, classy way, you know? I definitely, like, when I first got my check, I bought BMW. I've had had a Mercedes, got a new GLC AMG Mercedes that I recently just sold. I had that. That was, like, my baby. Why'd you get rid of it? You got Dude, I'm just like, I'm such a simple guy. Even when I first got that car, I had it for like two, maybe three years. And when I first got it, I was like, ah, I tell my dad, like, 
Like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I need this, you know? Like That's pretty aware. He's like, nah, you earned that, bro. Like, what you talking about, mom? Nah, you know, you deserve that. It's like, shit's paid off. I then I sold it to my homie for 50 grand the other day. Like, Got rid of it. All yours. I got my Tacoma. That's Chilling with the need. truck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I got going camping this weekend. I just... Where are you going? Keep his, I'm going to go to the Kern River. Oh, Kern River? Yeah, bro. Are you going to... That's like back where I grew up, kind of. So. Yeah, that's up there. Are you going to indulge in any uh, substances? Oh, definitely going to take some shrooms up there, bro. It's so good, huh? Yeah, man. Shrooms out in the desert is something. Have you done ayahuasca yet? No. So me and my boys, I turned 30 February 1st. And um, I, I'm bringing five of my homies. And I want to go to Costa Rica... Costa Rica and do a fucking ayahuasca, ayahuasca mission. Trip, huh? Yeah. So I've been. My buddy pushes me a lot. He wants me to go do it with him, and I have yeah. yet to do it. But I want to do it. I want to do it. He's done too, it a bunch. Bro. He's done oh, it like no ten way. times. Oh, he loves. Where it, does man. he go? I'm, I'm gonna have to get some info. From I'll you. trade with you. There's a guy. He does it up here in in, in L. A. There's one oh, he no does way. in L. A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Like I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to go on a journey and just. I'm. You know, I eat very well, but I I really just want to detox for like a month or two and just go in there with like a full clear mind so I could. Clear body, clear really mind. Really tap into the source energy. See, I would need to do that. I need that because I eat some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be throwing up no, no madness, bro. <laughs> like, whatever's in there, you want it to be pure with all photosynthesis, organic foods. Sure. Fucking plenty of Connect with the earth water. cleanly, right? Yeah. You got to tell me, you have the same chain. You guys both have the same chain. Oh, what yeah. is, what's on your chain? This is um, the JHF logo. So if you really oh, it is, look, it is. A J, oh, now H, I see and it. And the F with the skateboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that stands for just have fun. Just have fun. Yeah, man. That's it's, your that's your shit, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I, it's a motto, but I also have a company out of it. Right. So it's something I grew up with, and you know, as you become a entrepreneur, like when I turned pro, I was like, damn, I want to start a company. You know? Yeah. Dude, I thought about a million names and came back to the roots. I'm like. You know, I got the same logo tatted when I was, I don't know, 15, 16. I was like, bro, just have fun. Yeah. Looked it up, just have fun. LLC wasn't taken. The name was still there. Popped it off. And that's what it is. Yeah, bro. What's the what's the sole what's the sole purpose or goal of the company now? Just right now, just to push the message. Message yeah. really. No matter what you're doing, cycling, scootering, fucking running a podcast. To have fun with it, man. Because yeah. that's what we, we all start with whatever we're doing to have fun. And we kind of get tied in with taking everything a bit too serious. So yeah. Yes. It, it's cool to come back to the roots. And, you know, you man, I got to get you a wristband, bro. Yeah, you got to give, give me that just to have fun. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. Now, nah, because I think that is true, man. There's a lot of depth to that. Because genuinely, right? Like this becomes, you know, I started this four years ago or so. And it's and the main reason I did it was because I wanted to talk to fun, interesting, cool, funny, you know, people that are different from, I guess, you know, right, people that I talk to in my everyday life. For sure. You know, like a lot of these people came on and became, were my friends or became friends. And it was like, it does at some point become business too, which is yeah. also, that's a tough balance of like, you know, I think I said the other day, I was doing this thing and I, I said, I said to my old lady, I was like, I'm just not having fun doing that shit anymore. Damn. She was like, don't stop doing it. She's like, you have to stop doing that shit. Yeah. So you have to prioritize, like, is are you still having, are you enjoying it or are you doing it because it's just a part of the fucking thing? You um, know? You're talking about skating, right? No, I'm just saying in general, we all have to feel that oh, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I'm, for I'm sure. saying I agree with it. It's like, okay. you have to continue to, you have to continue to look at it as, do I still love doing this? Yeah. Because if I don't like doing it anymore, I'm not having fun. You got you got to move on. Waste. Yeah, Facts. you got to move. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, bro. That's and that's why you know skating that will always be something cool to never fall back on cuz dude, I cannot ever picture myself not having fun, you know. Skating. Yeah, skating. Yeah, I mean, when is like when is it not, you know? Exactly. What's your favorite Southern California spots when you go skate? Um It's a hard one, bro. Like we got the local spot, Jaquan in Koreatown. That's yeah. like, you only can skate on Sundays, though. Why? So they don't let you skate any other day? Nah, bro. I think it's, uh, what is it? I don't know, but it's been so hectic there that we made a deal within, like, the city pe counselors that skaters could skate it on Sunday from, 
whatever time in the morning to one o'clock. So that's it. That's like the yeah, that's church. Everyone goes everyone has to check into church. Holy Sundays at Jaquan. No shit. But yeah, probably Jaquan and the local skate park in Long Beach, Cherry Skate Park. That's your spot. Yeah, that's like the local spot. Were you ever one of those guys that did Hollywood High and all that shit? Oh yeah, back in the day, bro. I was that was like my dream to go to skate Hollywood High. Because it was so talked about in the scene. It was like such like a iconic spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we I drive by it every day. Oh, it's still day. there, bro. I was surprised that spot's not skate stopped, you know? No. I mean, I'm sure it's been it has been and then gotten taken, you know, then it's gotten shaved down and put back up. Not and, even never no knobs have ever been on it. The most they've done yeah. is wrapped a chain around it. And then that but, gets you know, broken. Skater, that, yeah, that that's gets cut off real quick. I remember when skate skate stoppers became a thing. When I was a kid, it was like I remember the first time I saw that they did like a local news story about it about skate stoppers, and I couldn't. Fu- I was like, who this? Who thought? Who a wants skater, to do this? A skater thought about that. And it, cashed out. Fuck, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah? Dude. Who was he? So who I forgot was who it was. Let's get his ass. That's, Where the fuck is he? Let's get his ass. That is a story, bro. That yeah, the skate stoppers. I couldn't believe that shit. That I was like, who would want to? I mean, you know, I, like I understand this. I this ideology of like. Don't damage my property. Yeah, and all stuff. dude, we're pretty reckless. We fuck people's fuck houses up. up, bro. Yeah. Even like, though I feel bad know. sometimes, I'm like, fuck, it's so loud. I'm just chipping this dude's fucking ledge away. <laughs> like, now that I'm getting older, I'm like, ooh. Why did we do that? Yeah, like, I still do it sometimes, you know? But when it's in front of someone's crib or apartment unit, I try to, like, get it quick so I could be up out of there. Cause, get in, get out. You know, I'm, I'm fuck, dude. I don't want to pay for anything twice that I built right. out in my front yard. But I'm at its so core, it's, it's pretty fucking innocent. Yeah. Of the shit that people do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the shit that The shit that goes on in the world at its core, it's kind of like, it's kind of that debate about True. like, where, where like, uh, you know, where graffiti was this thing for a long time and it had this negative connotation. And then people started to realize that street art, which became... It's fucking epic. You know what now I mean? They got art basil. Right, that's what it's, all it's over wild. the city. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. That it's like it grew from this place of being like, these kids and the fucking pens and graffiti and they're fucking everything Actually, up. dope, bro. And then, they fe- and then people fell art. in love with it. Yeah. You know? Like Melrose yeah, like, was a was street art heaven at one point. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like, you know, when Banksy came and all these... When, when Obey... Did all his yeah, shit down there. It, it changed everyone's idea of it. And that's all they needed was to kind of see it from a different Pivotal angle. point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also like... On the good side. Know that there was some... There was just as much good as there was. Oh, it's doing some damage. You're like, well, that's fu- isn't that fucking everything? Yeah, I know. Like, seriously, bro. That's why I be telling people. I'm like, bro, we're just having fun. Like, fuck. We're trying. Come on. Yeah. yeah you think you think you'll you think you'll skate until your body physically quits? Is that what? Yeah, it, for sure. Skate like, until it's over. You know, I'll always cruise around on the board. Eventually, like migrate to skating the bowl, mini ramps, just taking little cruises. But jumping down stuff forever, it won't last too nah. long. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the most you'll jump down now? Like nowadays, bro. Like shit, I'm not jumping down anything bigger than a twelve stair. 12's a lot anyway. But that's like skating the stairs physically. If I'm like skating a rail, I could probably jump on, you know, it could be a 20 stair, you know. If you're on a, yeah, a rail's a lot rail. safer than repetitively or repeating like trying to trick down. A set yeah, so that's when those fucking knees are gonna go. Yeah, that's how I busted my knee, bro. Jumping down, it was like an eight stair and just, ugh. Slam. Getting old, bro. Yeah, getting you're getting old. old. Yeah, you got to stretch. Got to be careful. That's how I fucking, yeah. I'm an old man. I cracked my fuck. I fractured my back and I that changed everything. Yeah, I fractured my back. Like, I mean, I was running too. I was at, but it was the stress fracture. So it was like, oh, yeah. I was running. I got hurt. I was running. I got hurt. I kept building it up and didn't really know. And then one day, that was it. No way. Yeah, I had an L4, L5, but I had a, <sighs> uh, um, the hairline fracture pushed a bulge out of my back, so then I had a herniation. So then, oh. dude, I couldn't, my leg, I couldn't lift like this. No. Yeah, it hurt so much. But you know what saved my life, dude, was fucking stretching and yoga. Oh, yeah. Like, changed my whole life. I was like, I couldn't believe, forever I was like, this is never going to get fixed. Yeah. And sure enough, because I know, like, a lot of skaters are into, like, fucking, fucking Pilates and yoga and yeah, stretching. Yeah, man, you have the to, The new age, bro. the new you days. You fucking have to. If, like, you don't stretch, man, good luck. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking Stretching over. is forever cool. Well, so listen, I I uh want to say thank you for coming on the show. I of appreciate course, it. Uh, your perspective is incredible. 
this uh, people go get those books go get those yeah dude self-help do some self-reflection find out more about yourself yeah definitely right? especially the power of now It'll the power teach, of now the power of now It'll teach you how to be present with yourself and just very conscious of your thoughts yeah really you keep uh, you keep laying in your lane man because it's wonderful to feel your your energy is uh it's exactly where it needs to be thanks and then bro. hopefully you know you know what i should do is holler at dave and and Gator already knows you. I'll be like, we should got to come on the show. You got to come man. on the show. That'd be fun. That'd right? be crazy. I'll be so down. I'll be. We should have a scene where uh, well, you want to be. What do you, you want to be a gangster? Right? Is that what you said? I'm down. Oh, yeah. you guys could pull up to the skate park and fucking. You yeah. Where the fuck is this kid at? <laughs> I don't know, bro. That'd we'll be find out. We'll find out something. I'll holler and we'll find out. Yeah, um, bro. I appreciate you. We end the episode the same way. Uh, so you look in that camera right there, and you say one word or one phrase. Uh, to end the episode, uh, I used to do just a word, and then a lot of people were like, "I want to do a phrase instead." Yeah. So, you, whenever you're ready, you say one word or one phrase, and that's going to end the episode. Stay humble, stay positive, just have fun. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers.